Thanks for joining us on this week's Real Life Church podcast. We'd love to know if God is using this ministry to bless you in some way. And if you'd like to share your story or know more about getting involved at Real Life Church, you can visit us on our website at livereallife.com today. I'm going to read out of Matthew chapter 18, verse number three this morning. And just want to share briefly, not very long, on as we look at the children up here, there's so much innocence. There's so much transparency. You know, most of you in here wouldn't do what Judah did. You wouldn't just like pace across the front and then just fall on your face. Most of you wouldn't do that. Um, or, you know, the innocence of, of little Hayden Cooney just standing there into the lights for literally four minutes. You know, there's just such a transparency with children. Um, you know, some of you with my son coming up and giving me a hug like that, like you never, like you don't just randomly come up here and just, just give me a hug because, you know, that'd be weird. Um, Sean said, yeah, that'd be weird. Um, <laughs> but there's such an openness with children. And I, and I like to think about a relationship with God during this season as something like a childlike faith. You know, I think sometimes in our life, our life is so busy and so complicated and so difficult that we transfer our relationship with God that way. And I think sometimes we think if we're going to have a relationship with God, we've got to have everything in order. Uh, we've got to make sure all of, our, all, of our, all of our things are correct and our rules and our regulations are met. And that's not really why Jesus came to the earth. And really this morning is about how you as a person are a sp- are, are, can approach God. And no matter where you find yourself, because we're all on a different journey, we're heading in the same direction, everybody, but all of us are on different parts of this journey heading in the same direction. Here's the point this morning. There's a way you can approach God that makes your relationship with God rich. And there's a way that you can view God versus seeing Him as this big judge in the sky that's going to come down and He's going to condemn you forever. And He wants nothing to do with you because of all your bad stuff. Well, Jesus has a different mentality for that. And I love Matthew chapter 18, verse number 3, and he says this. He says, I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And I thought about that. I thought, man, that's the way Jesus described a relationship with his father was like a childlike faith. He says, unless you change, stop making it so difficult, become like a little child, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. And the kingdom of heaven is this. It's God's way of doing things. God has a plan and a purpose for your life, and there's a way by which he wants you to do things. But in order to have a relationship with God, you have to really simplify it to, to, very, to the very innocence of a child. You know, one of the wonderful things I love about, about children is, is their, their innocence, their, their transparency. And really, when I think about a relationship with God, I thought about this was there's some qualities of children that I think we can all walk away with today that as we not just remember, yeah, Jesus came to the earth and he was born in a manger and, and, he, and he was born to a virgin named Mary and he would walk 33 years on the earth and he would die on the cross and he would raise from the dead. Those are all important things and that's what he did for you. 
But how do you receive that? Because he says this, by, uh, by faith are you saved through grace and that not of yourselves. It's the gift of God. So you can't save yourself. But how do you, how do you get yourself to the place to where you receive everything God has purchased for you on the cross? How do you receive that? What's that look like? And so, and so I thought about this from a childlike mentality. Is number one quality of a child is they're trusting. Children trust. Children are trusting. They know how to trust, listen, without hesitancy. You know, I don't have to convince my kids to trust me. They trust me. When they were really little, I mean, I mean obviously you've got to be trustworthy, but my, my, kids, my kids trust me when they, were, when they were little. Like, they knew that I wasn't going to harm them. They knew that I had their best interest at hand. And if you think about, you know, kids, like when my kids were little, I loved to throw them in the air. Like with the, I will catch them, everybody. So I love to toss them in the air, and then they come down. Like they get that scared moment, and they're like, and then they start laughing. Like that's my, that's some of the stuff I love to do with my kids. I love, I used to love to just, just throw them across the room. There was a bed at the other end. (laughs) But just to watch them, just, just trust me to pick them up and just toss them, knowing I wasn't going to hurt them. Um, there's a trusting when it comes to a child. I think about that in a relationship with God, that we have to trust him. He says to trust in the Lord with all your hearts, lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him and he'll direct your path. He'll make it straight if we trust him. Childlike faith has everything to do with trusting. A second quality of a child, of childlike faith, is transparent. Children are transparent. They have no problem telling you how they feel. You know, I was wearing a shirt one Sunday morning, and it wasn't a dark shirt. It was a light shirt. And I don't know about you guys, but in these lights, I sweat, okay? And so um, I had got off the platform, and we had, had preached and had a service. And <laughs> Kids are just so transparent. They just don't have a filter. And uh, I had sweat rings around my, on my shirt. None of you sweat? All right. So I remember, <laughs> I remember I walked to the back and I was saying goodbye. And just innocence, <laughs> this little girl goes, why are you sweating for? And, and <laughs> she actually pointed and said, why you got those rings around your, around your arms there? I was like, well, I was sweating. You know, there's a, there's a, there's a, a transparency. They, they, you know when they're hurting. You, you know when they're not doing well. They don't hide their flaws very well. They, they are very transparent. Have you ever had your child do something wrong and try to lie and it never work out? Like they can't lie, like they try to, but they're so innocent and transparent that it comes out <laughs> eventually, you know, like, you did steal the cookie from the cookie jar. No, no, I didn't. You got chocolate chips on your mouth. <laughs> Evidence. <laughs> and before long, they're transparent. They tell you exactly what they're going through. They're quick to reveal what they think, what they feel in their life. When it comes to a relationship with God, listen to me, folks. It's okay to be transparent. 
It's okay to have a relationship with God in a way that says, you know what? Life's not going well right now. Do you realize your heavenly father can handle those kind of conversations? Do you realize that having a relationship with God is not all, you know, rose petals through a, a field, but it is, it is sometimes very difficult. And God can handle the tough, transparent conversations. Like, I'm sick of going around this mountain. I've been going around this thing for 15 years. Why can't I get through this? God honors transparency. Number three, I think, when it comes to childlike faith, is children are carefree. Children are free to live in the present with no concern for the future. My kids aren't asking me, like when they're little and stuff, they're not asking me what a 10-year plan looks like. They're living in the moment, and they're carefree about that moment. You heard little Avery. She's like, hey, we, right now in this moment, we don't have to go to class today. We can be cray-cray. She listening to her daddy talk, you know what I'm saying? You don't know Teddy, that's Teddy. Anyway. But carefree, no concern for the future. They have no worries about a bank account. They have no worries about the price of gas. They have no worries about the next doctor's appointment. They got no worries about war. They have no worries about political agendas in our country. They have no worries. They can focus and reveal in the moment because they are not entangled, listen to me, by the complications and distractions of this life. Jesus told us this way. He said, don't get hung up on the cares of this world. Don't get hung up in the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. Don't get, don't get carried away and getting consumed with the current distraction because it's going to steal your ability to be present in the moment. See, God asks us as children of God that we can have a carefree relationship with Him. And you know how you do that? You know who's in charge. You know that He's in charge and He's the boss. Number four, childlike mentality when it comes to our relationship with God is insistent. Children are insistent. They are persistent. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I go? Can I? Can I? No. No, you can't. Please, can I? Can I? No. No, you can't go. No, you can't. You can't have that toy. No, no. You're not. Please, can I? No. No, you can't. You can't have the toy. All right? They're persistent, though. And even after you end with the last no, they're going to get the last word in. Can I please? You know what I mean? They're, they're very persistent in their, in their life. They're, they never tire of asking questions. Uh-huh. You know, they, they're always asking the why questions. You know, like, why are you doing certain things that way? Why, why is this happening? Why are we doing this? Why are we going here? You know, are we there yet? You ever been on a long vacation in a car with a child? Ten minutes in, are we there yet? That might just be a teenager, you know. Are we there yet? No, no, we're not there yet. But there's just, they have no problem being persistent. They have no problem asking questions. How about that with us and God? Can we be persistent with God? There was a story in the Bible of a widow woman that came to an unjust judge and she came and she was knocking on the door of this judge. And she was trying to get, she was trying to get uh, something accomplished. And she kept knocking. 
And he said, no, it's the middle of the night. She kept knocking. And he kept trying to say no. But this little widow woman, she was consistent in her persistence. She was consistent in being persistent before her God. And she became so persistent that he finally just said, you know what, lady? Get out of my hair. Here's your answer. I think we can have that childlike persistency when it comes to a relationship with God. Listen to me. Just because you haven't seen it in a day after you've asked doesn't mean God's not answering your prayer. Don't let the culture train you to live a microwave mentality with God. A childlike faith says, I'm a, can I? Can I have it? Can I do it? Can I have it? Can I do it? And he might, not, he might say, it's not the right time, but you're going to say, can I have it? Can I do it? Can I see it? Can I make it happen? See, when we live that way with God and we have that relationship with God, God gives us the desires of our heart. Number five, I'll be closed in just a second. Number five, childlike mentality is spontaneous. Like they practiced a lot for this moment. You see that? And then there's that spontaneous moment where you just can't tell what's going on yet. And like I asked Liz, I said, was Judah supposed to do that? Like you love that, right? That's spontaneous. He just kind of checked everybody out. And then he looked at everybody up here. He was like, so what y'all doing up here? And then he just fell on his face. That's a spontaneous moment. You ever had spontaneous moments with your children? They're always game for new adventure. You don't have to convince them to go on a new adventure. Like, we're doing this. Let's go. We're going we're gonna to ride this ride. And they're like, let's do it. Let's go for it. It's a spontaneous thing. Like, you don't have to, you don't have to give them a plan. You just tell them, this is, this is what's happening. Or they're just spontaneous in the moment. There's stuff that flies out of my six-year-old's mouth, and I'm like, okay, wow, where'd you learn that at? And it just, it just, it's just random, but it's spontaneous. And I think that's how it is with our relationship with God. God didn't intend us to have a stuffy relationship with him. He wants us to have a spontaneous relationship with him. We're not bound to tradition and religion. Spontaneous relationship with God is, God, whatever you have for me, I'm willing to do it no matter what it looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter where you take me. It might be spontaneous, but I'm willing to do whatever you ask me to do. Some of you over this holiday season are going to have an opportunity to be generous to someone, and you're going to be sitting in a restaurant, or you're going to be at the grocery store. And God's going to say to you, pay for their groceries. Look, that's not planned and that's not in the budget, Jesus. Hold on a second. A relationship with God is spontaneous. Because God is moving us out of selfishness and stuffy relationship with Him. He wants us to be spontaneous with Him because, listen, that's the adventure with God. That's where it all happens. is a spontaneous relationship with Him. Finally, this morning, number six is a relationship with God. Childlike is imaginative. Being imaginative. Children see possibilities where others see problems. Their imagination knows no limit. Have we been so intoxicated with our culture and the distractions and the weight of life that we don't dream anymore? You ever just sit and imagine what God would do through you? You ever sit and just think and dream again? Some of you put your dreams 
under the shelf because you put it on the shelf because your life's been so difficult and you think God would never do that with me. How would he ever do that with me? Well, let me encourage you today to dream again like a little child. And number seven, childlike relationship with Jesus is joyful. Joyful. Your relationship with God is not supposed to be uh, stiff and just going through the motions and rules and regulations and I got to go to church and I got to go to a life group and I got to go to growth track and I got to hang out with people and I got to some of y'all just like joyful relationship with Jesus some of you are so tight you squeak when you walk you need some some WD-40 from the Holy Spirit get things loose and joyful you're like well well and here's the thing we have to understand joy is not an emotion joy is a fruit of god's spirit so even when you don't feel joyful god can give you joy because the joy of the lord is your strength so your relationship with god can be summed up as a joyful a child's joy is not based on circumstances listen i've been in third world nations where they have nothing nothing They walk around with no clothes on. In the jungles of Peru, in Iquitos, where I went three or four years in a row, went to a little place called San Pedro Island, went about four hours up the Amazon, and you get off the boat, and there's these kids of about 320 in a village, and they sleep in these huts. The same smile that your child is experiencing when they get up here in America is the same smile that a kid is experiencing when they have nothing in the jungles of Peru. When we meet them on the, on the shore, the smile, the joy, it's not based on circumstances when it comes to a child. There are kids that we put shoes on their feet this past week that came in excited and happy and joyful, but it wasn't just because they were getting new shoes. It was because that's what children do. They're not subject to their circumstance. Their emotions aren't based on their circumstances. They live with the joy in their life that, 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 it, that is not manufactured from stuff. See, joyful relationship with God is a child's joy is not based on circumstances about them as it is the people that they love being around. Maybe today you came to see a program which is amazing can I encourage you today to think a little bigger that God wants us to have a relationship with him and he wants it to he wants us to approach him with a simple childlike faith an innocence a trusting a joyful a persistence relationship that we can have with him as we approach God with childlike faith God honors that he says listen you'll experience heaven when you act like a child with me. Can we close our eyes this morning as we close in prayer? If you're in this place today and you say, Jason, life's got me beat up, man. And if this Jesus you're talking about, that I can come to him this very simple way. It doesn't have to be complex. It doesn't have to be rules and regulations. It can be something very simple as a child approaching a father or a mother with persistence. 
one of my greatest joys is when I come home and when my kids were little, they would hear me come in. Like today, I love, love the mornings because Sean Waldman comes in here early and he sets up this equipment. And he sets up the speakers and he's got a team. They set all this stuff up. But Sean gets here and sometimes he's making omelets for everybody. Amen. Like, But the childlike faith of watching when his kids come into this room He's been gone from the house for an hour. And when they come in, listening to Huey run up to Sean and saying, I can hear him coming. He said, Daddy, Daddy. Or his daughter yelling, Daddy, Daddy. The simplicity, not caring who's around, but only focused on their dad. Today, folks, you can have that kind of relationship with your Heavenly Father where it doesn't have to be what's going on on the left and right. It can be a simple relationship with Him that you crave a relationship with God. That all you want to do is do what pleases your Father. If you're in this place today and you say, Jason, man, that's me. I've made life too difficult. It slipped away from me and I've allowed the distractions and the oppression and the weight of life to get the best of me. But today, I want to come to Him with childlike faith and I just want to say yes to Him. If you're in this place today, I'm not going to call you forward, but I am going to ask you if I can pray with you. And by praying with you, I simply mean I want to know who you are. With every head bowed and every eye closed, if you're in this place and you say, that's me, man. Just pray for me right where I'm at. I want to, I want to be included in this prayer that you're about to pray because we're all going to pray together. I want to be included in that prayer. Will you do me a favor and just slip up your hand so I know who I'm praying for today? Anybody in this room would say, that's me, man. I need that prayer in this moment to make a decision for Jesus. I see. Absolutely. Let's all pray together today. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for sending your Son to the earth. Thank you that I can come to you like a child because you asked me to thank you for dying on the cross for me thank you for raising from the dead thank you today that you're setting me free that my past can no longer hold me but today I'm forgiven come into my heart make me a new creature Old things pass away. All things become new. Today, I make that decision to make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, man. There's a few people that said yes to Jesus today. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to connect with us on social media, the RLC app, and online at livereallife.com.